Alright guys, welcome to episode 3 of the Men of Earth podcast, alright? So I hope you listened to the first two. Uh, first one was, well I guess this is episode 2. Uh, my first one was an introduction and um, the official episode was number numero dos about passion. Now this episode, guys, I want to keep it short and sweet because I know you guys are probably busy doing shit in the quarantine, whether it's working out, being with your families, or if you're lucky enough, you are working. And that's dope. Keep working, guys. But So I'm going to keep this under 10 minutos probably. Um, so what this podcast is going to be about, this episode, um, is going to be about conquerors. More specifically, Julius Caesar and how that applies to your life in any way. So if you haven't um, already signed up for Netflix, (laughs) there is a show called The Roman Empire. If you guys have checked that out, awesome. If you haven't and you have Netflix, definitely check it out. It's a cool, really unique show where they combine a documentary and they show, you've probably seen this before maybe in school. It's very educational. However, it's extremely entertaining. I think there's... I think infotainment is the word for that. Um, But yeah, I digress. So really, there's three uh, seasons, and one season is Julius Caesar. And what the show does is it showcases his life um, from a boy at 19 um, where he just started, he just joined the army because he wanted to gain glory for his family. He was born in a very wealthy family and lost everything. And so he decided to join the military. And then where it ended was obviously the Ides of March, if you guys are familiar with Caesar's story. Now, um, really what I want to break this apart here um, for, again, this short podcast, is how his life and his qualities as a man and as a leader um, and as the person who changed the Roman Republic into an empire... Uh, and how that really applies to your life, because that's what this whole podcast is about. How you guys can be the best men that you can be in your everyday fucking lives, man. All right. So real quick, just to go over the story of Julius Caesar. He, like I said in the beginning, he joined the army at 19 where he had he had his first uh, brush up with death. Actually, he almost died. Someone was about to kill him and someone uh, one of his fellow soldiers killed him, um, stabbed him in the back, and uh, saved Caesar. So it's interesting to think how you know different history can be when shit like that happens, and it, it may have gone a different way. You know, two or three seconds before, two or three seconds after that fellow soldier wasn't there, Caesar could never have. We probably wouldn't even be remembering his name. Um, so he did that. Uh, he was very battle hardened ever since 19 and he spent years and years and years, um, really on the road, so to speak, fighting these wars. Okay. And, um, long story short, he rose up the ranks as he got older. He became not the, not the, the general, um, but became a very high, um, advisory to, uh, the legionnaires. And he was a brilliant brilliant general and that's what caesar was mostly known for um and some people don't realize that they think that oh he was just you know the maybe the emperor of rome which he wasn't 
He was certainly a great leader, and we'll get into that in a second, but really what he was known for is his military brilliance and how he was able to conquer the Gauls, which I'm going to get into next. Um, so he, long story short, um, there was a triumvirate, Crassus, um, and, um, and Pompey. And what happens was uh, they sent Caesar essentially not to exile, but they wanted him to get away because he wanted to be consul, which is the leader of the Rome, Roman people. They sent him away. He was able to choose the, the province in which he wanted to govern. And he, he was intelligent enough to choose this province near Gaul. Now, Gaul is this area where Romans essentially were very scared of, these, of the Gallic tribes because centuries ago, Roman almost got, Rome almost got sacked by these Gauls, which means they almost got destroyed. So people were very scared of them. They're very long hair, uncivilized people. Um, and uh, Caesar wanted to conquer Gaul. Now, again, long story short, he decided to, to invade without the Senate's approval. Okay, so as um, a governor, you would need the Senate's approval to invade uh, a neighboring territory before you go ahead and do so. He did not do that. All right, so he, Caesar was a very ambitious man who decided against all odds to go out and conquer the unconquerable. No one was able to conquer Gaul before. There was a huge area that stretched into Spain. Now, um, he, with years and years and years on on the on the, on the battle road. He won a few key battles. People from Rome heard about this, this victory and went ahead and uh, joined his army. So his army got a little bigger. Now, again, keep in mind, this is illegal. The Senate didn't want him to do this. And um, uh, essentially, he defeated the Gauls at the end. I definitely urge you guys to check out that, that series because I'm really skipping over a lot of parts here. Um, cause this isn't, this isn't a history podcast, but, um, I just want to tell you guys exactly what the, uh, uh, the qualities of this man was. So he eventually conquered Gaul. Okay. Which essentially doubled the size of the Roman empire. He was seen as a hero among the people of Rome. However, the Senate sent him a letter saying that when you come back, bro, you're going to be uh, prosecuted and tried. And he knew that it wasn't going to be a fair trial. Um, Crassus eventually died because he was envious of Caesar's wins, victor- uh, victories, and tried to conquer um, Parthia and ended up dying um, and was actually killed by molten lava being poured into his mouth because one of his qualities was greed. And that's where gre- greed got him. Now, uh, the only one left of that triumvirate was Pompey, and Pompey was not going to give him a fair trial. So, again, long story short, um, Caesar had two choices as a man and as a leader. He could go back and be passive in a way and see if the trial is somewhat fair. Maybe he'll survive. Most likely he will not. His other choice is to fight back. And that's exactly what he did. He took his army and he fought back and uh, it took years and years and years and years to fight these battles. And also... Uh, a, couple, a few months, if not more, half a year to get back to Rome in which Pompey fled to Greece. Caesar ended up following him and ended up uh, uh, finding him in Greece after building ships with his men. And this is where I want to stop this, this story. Because again, this isn't a history uh, podcast. But 
the, the qualities are here. And let's go over these qualities from the story. <clears throat> Caesar was very ambitious. Okay. All great men are. He was very ambitious. He wasn't lazy and he wasn't unmotivated. Those are the opposite of ambition. He was actually the complete um, uh, opposite of, of lazy. He was actually known to be very energetic and he didn't sleep very much because he was very, he was very passionate about his life, clearly. So that being said, he, the other quality besides ambition, which plays into him disobeying the orders of the Senate. Now, part of that is also courage. So he had ambition. He had courage to do what he felt in his own heart was right. He may have had people around him telling him what to do. And more than likely, guys, was people telling him not to do what he did. Because that was a practical, fucking reasonable thing to do was to not even invade Gaul, be a governor of the state, and then die a common man. That's what most men do. But Caesar was like, absolutely fucking not. In his mind, most likely, he was like, this is my life. You know, I can either play it small or I can play it fucking big. And he played it as big as he could, man. And, his, and, and just for that, his name is remembered throughout history um, for all those reasons. Now, the third quality that I want to go over here is his charisma. So keep in mind, it's easy to miss this, this part of the story. This army that he had, despite he got like a large addition from Rome, like I said, when people were interested in coming uh, and joining his fight after his victories. In addition to that, the, that army has fought together for around eight years, going on 10. They were, they were together. They were not only battle hardened from years and years of fighting, but they were very close, close relationship, right? And guys, keep in mind, a lot of these men had wives and children and they wanted to get back. That's what soldiers want to do. They don't want to keep fighting forever. They want to you know, go on a campaign and come back to their, their families and children. It's been eight years. Imagine having a daughter who's eight and after eight years, she's 16, you know, and you haven't seen her for all those years. So um, that's exactly the, 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 the reasoning that I'm talking about here. Caesar had a charisma. So the big part about a leader is that he is able to keep his soldiers' morale up. If you had an uncharismatic leader who was leading Caesar's army, let's say, in, in place of Caesar, it's, 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 it's hard to say, but it's very plausible that they would not be doing what they were doing because the soldiers would be losing morale saying, we're going to go back, fuck this shit. We were already in Rome. We could have just stayed. Why are we following you? But they followed him, guys, without fucking question for a fucking reason right? And that's because he was charismatic. He looked his soldiers in the eye. He was strong. He was solid. Okay. And now the fourth and final trait is never giving up. So while he was, um, following Pompey to kill him. And the reason he was doing that was because, um, Pompey was, was really growing his army tenfold. If he stayed in Rome, Pompey would have came back and easily destroyed him. So Caesar was smart enough to know that the biggest thing is not to take over Rome, was, but was to kill Pompey. So he chased Pompey, and it, he just missed him um, from the, the south of Italy, in which Pompey sailed to Greece, right? So he just missed him, and Caesar, again, had two choices. He could turn back and give up, or he can keep going, and that's exactly what he did. So what he did was he built his, him and his army, built ships for two or three months. So again, 
these men have not seen their wives and, and children for eight, going on 10 years now. And they're building ships for Caesar to catch Pompey. So that shows you how loyal these men were and shows you why, because Caesar's charisma and leadership skills riveted these men. He touched heartstrings for these men to stay with him and fight. He gave them a mission. And that's what great men do and great leaders do is they don't say, yeah, whatever, man, uh, you know, I'm just gonna go watch Netflix. He fucking fought and his men supported him for that reason. So he never gave up and eventually, you know, created those, those boats, those ships and ended up sailing to Greece and ended up long story short, killing Pompey. So those qualities are all qualities that really make the man. Okay. So it's ambition, it's courage, it's charisma, and it's never giving up. Those are traits that Caesar had. And now listen, if you guys can bring that to your life in any way, those four traits, you know, whether you're ambitious in your career and ambition comes with courage. So that means you're courageous if you act on that ambition, right? Now, other thing is charisma. Communication is absolutely key, especially now we're in quarantine. It's a little tough. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I definitely, I find my, like my social skills have suffered. I'm not even joking. It's super weird. Um, since pre-quarantine, <laughs> So, um, it, it's just a matter of, of practicing as much as possible, calling people in your life, meeting new people as much as possible. That's the best thing that you guys can do is to meet new people. I know it's super difficult, but, uh, put yourself out there if you can, maybe social distance with masks, but, um, really try and meet new people as much as possible and, um, you know, put yourself out there, man, never give up, give a goal, uh, create a goal for yourself for this, this quarantine for the rest of the summer and go out and do that. But what I want you guys to do, this is my assignment for you, um, is to create a goal for the, the rest of June and the rest of July, and also a goal for the rest of the summer. So you can create three goals. What I want you to do is really just, if you guys are familiar with Grant Cardone, 10X, as he says, the, uh, the process there. So create a goal and then just fucking 10X that. So I want it to be, you know, a balance a little bit between reasonable and unreasonable, but mostly unreasonable. Um, really push your guys, your guys' limits, especially with the goal for the rest of the summer. You'd be surprised what you can accomplish in the, in the, in, um, in two and a half months. So guys, that's it for now. Um, I wanted to keep this short. Like I said, I apologize. I want to keep under 10, but it's going on 15. Let me know what you guys think and stay tuned for the next episode. Um, And uh, be a fucking man, guys. Men of Earth.